The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome, hoop ballers. Let's talk about this game. Memphis Grizzlies, Miami Heat. Heat win 129 to 103. Um, only unfortunate thing is uh, they finally break the record of uh, keeping opposing teams under 100 during regulation. Memphis Grizzlies score 103 points, but still 26-point victory. I mean, I, I think if there's one thing, one word I could use to describe this game, it's easy. And not, not that it's easy to win a basketball game because it's never easy even just to win one single game. But even without Bam and Bio playing, it just, this team never hit any rough, any rough parts. I mean, yeah, there were runs, and, and, but every time the Memphis Grizzlies came up with anything, the Heat fired right back. And I think the other thing is, you got to see a lot of versatility in the lineups without Bam and Abayo. So what happened was Dwayne Demon played 17 minutes in Bam's place. I mean, he looked fine at nine points, nine rebounds, pretty much all you could ask from him. He even hit a three down the stretch. Um, Jimmy playing like he normally does, 27 points, 10 for 11 from the free throw line, 8 for 12 from the field. I think, as Ben and I have spoken about many times, I mean, Jimmy's efficiency has just skyrocketed this year. He's not just a great scorer. He's not just a power of will scorer. He's a guy who can pretty much just make great decisions and get baskets whenever he wants to. Three steals, seven assists, five rebounds. P.J. Tucker also doing his work, plus 17. Um, and you also got to see a lot of P.J. Tucker at the five, a lot of Marquise Morris at the five. Even Udonis Haslam came in for three minutes, knocked down a bucket, got a rebound. And uh, the other big story, I remember I'd been clamoring for some Caleb Martin minutes. I got them. Six for, 12, for 10 from the field, 12 points, three steals, Five rebounds. I mean, there were these lineups of, I think it was Tyler, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, Kyle Lowry, and uh, a Marquise Morris or a PJ Tucker putting Max Struess at the power forward where he showed it too. But he and uh, Caleb Martin, I think more than anything, just showed that they're not these, they're not just these plug and play G League players who are coming in to fill a role where he don't have a better guy. These are NBA players, NBA talent. And you could see that throughout the game. Marquise Morris, minimum contract guy who was seen as just sort of a plug and play player. Three for five, two for two from the three-point line. I mean, the plays that set him up were beautiful, but he was able to hit the shots when he got open. It was just uh, also four assists. That's just a sneaky thing that you throw in there. You've got guys who can pretty much do everything on the court. I think the big storyline, other than uh, what I've mentioned so far, is that Duncan Robinson and Kyle Lowry, who were both uh, 
I wouldn't say struggling, but who just hadn't found their groove offensively this year. Both of them showed up big time. Duncan Robinson, five for 10 from three point line, 15 points, uh, five rebounds. Kyle Lowry, though, finally had his first great offensive game. But really, like Kyle Lowry is often getting into the paint, using his body to get some shots over bigger defenders. I mean, this game, he was all on the perimeter, four for five from the three-point line, even hit one of those logo threes, which is really, like, not something you expect a Heat player to do, to take one of those Steph Curry-type shots. But, hey, Kyle Lowry is something different. And uh, the defense just looked incredible. I mean, I I told y'all just yesterday I was worried about John Morant. And, of course, John Morant is going to get 20 points at least. That's what he did. But holding him to one for four from the three-point line, forcing uh, three turnovers, holding him under uh, uh, 50% from the field, it's just little things like that. You you stop a guy, or not even stop him, but if you can limit John Morant and you can limit a guy like uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and limit what these guys can do, then you've got yourself a sweet deal as long as you can keep yourself going on offense, which the Heat were clearly able to do. Now, part of this game looked like uh, it looked like a preseason game at parts, seeing uh all these weird lineups that you would never expect from a team that's actually trying to contend. But, hey, they were working. They were putting Gabe Vincent and Max Struess against John Morant, and it was working. And it just goes to show how great this team's development staff is, how hard these guys work. I mean, this is a crew of really talented and really hardworking players. Casey Akpala, Omer Yurtsevin, Gabe Vincent, Donis Haslam, Caleb Martin, he were really able to empty out their bench. I mean, Kyle Lowry and Jimmy only played, uh, I think, 30 minutes. He got to rest the starters for a lot of the game, which is always a good thing when you've got a veteran team. But I think this is just a great game to write off against. A team that was really rising. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies, I think, were 3-2 and two going into it. A lot of talk about how great John Morant was. And I definitely agree with that. John Morant is a great player, but he in this game were clearly able to show that they, they weren't just some team that, were, that was going to get added to that list of uh, uh, defeated foes from uh, John Morant. I mean, this team was going to stop whoever came in their way. So I think it's just it's a great game to write off and move forward. Next game might be a bit more difficult going up against uh, Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic. I think the storyline to watch in this game is this um, – You've seen all of the lists this year, all the who's the best player in the NBA. And as I said, Ben and I will definitely have those discussions going forward. But most of these lists include Luka Doncic in the top five. Um, it's, not, it's not even higher. And Jimmy's always left out there with that B tier of Bradley Beal, Zion Williamson, very good players. But I think that Jimmy's a lot better than that. So uh, I'm really hoping that in this game against an old rival, uh, Jimmy Butler can uh, come out and show what he's made of. Show that this, this guy, Luka Doncic, who everyone's talking about, they really should be talking about Jimmy Butler.
By the way, I know I mentioned this earlier, but no Bam and a bio for this game against Memphis. And still able to rebound, still able to make plays, still able to set up the shooters like Duncan Robinson. Most of all, able to defend. I think it's really impressive that you see this big rotation evolve. I mean, last year you were seeing a lot of Kelly Olynyk struggling to adjust to that main uh, defensive anchor role, which he never was really built for or expected to do. But seeing how Dwayne Demon is maybe not the same talent as Bam and Bob, but can definitely step in and do some of the same things. It's just, it's just really exciting to see. Um, again, Max Struess looks, he looks like a, a baby PJ Tucker, uh, starting off as a shooting guard, small forward and hit the three point shot. I mean, he looked pretty good at the power forward position. Who would have thought that, uh, what, six, four, six, five, Max Struess would be guarding, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and doing it well, but. I mean, it's not really about, if Kyle Lowry teaches you anything, it's not about how tall you are, it's not about how big you are, it's about how much effort you put in, it's about how strong you are, and it's about that power of will. I mean, I, I just, and I love this Heat team so much. It's just, it's getting to the point where it's just really exciting to watch every game, all these, uh, all these sequences on both offense and defense, the, Biggest highlight from that night, uh, if you haven't seen it, there's this play where he make nine passes, throw the ball completely around the court like it's a freaking pinball machine, and eventually it ends up in the hands of a Mr. Tyler Hero, who obviously sinks as he always does. But uh, they got the game against uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, after that, Boston Celtics might be collabing with uh, Hoopball Celtics, so stay tuned for that. But, you know, this is going to be a really uh, difficult uh, uh, next couple games against a lot of good teams. Lakers, Nuggets, Jazz, Clippers, Jazz again. But I think if the Heat have shown anything, it's that they're not afraid of anybody. They can wrestle with the best of them. And honestly, they might be the best of them. Anyways, this has been uh, uh, Hoopball Heat. My name is Luke Weber. Next time, we'll definitely get... Uh, uh, or I don't know, hopefully Ben is ready for the next show, but we're going to try and get some more guests on going forward so thanks for listening uh, stay tuned for more and uh, if you have any questions, be sure to message me at Josh Webb or Ben at um, what was it like like Cherry Bomb 7123, something like that, anyways goodbye people, and uh, have a good night This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.